0: Uh, Hello, everybody. This is Gian. I'm the pastor for Victory Church. And uh, tonight we are going to have a beautiful Bible study here with us several uh, members of my wife, Tracy. Here, hello. Hi. And we have Brandon, Penny, Deborah. And here,
1: Corner, because he was bad.
0: (laughs) Then the man, (laughs) Charlotte, James. Miranda. And Miranda. That's very good. That's very good. Like,
1: what's your name? I know, know, his name. I know his, Who of, are you? <laughs> I've never seen you with glasses. <laughs> I wouldn't have seen this without the glasses.
0: <laughs> All right. So this evening we are going to study a beautiful topic, and uh, the topic is about. Loyalty and how loyalty works and uh, well, you, you will enjoy it. I'm sure that uh, there are questions and uh, for those who are watching live on your, your questions and that uh, you can make your comments there and uh, we will love to to hear those questions and uh, anyone can answer here anyone. I'm not saying that we will answer the right thing but <laughs> But we will answer. All right, welcome to Bible study with Victory Church is studying tonight uh, Genesis 14 from the verses 1 through 16 and we are going to read the scripture in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Tracy please go ahead sweetheart.
1: Amraphel was the king of Babylonia, Arioch was the king of Elasar. Kederlemer was the king of (laughs) Elam. How would you like to have these names for your children? Mm -hmm. And Tidal, Tadal was the king of Gohim. All these kings fought a war against King Bera of Sodom, King Bersha of Gomorrah, King Shanab of Adma, King Shemeber of Zobium, and the king of Bela. Bela is also called Zor. All these kings joined their armies in the Valley of Sidim. The Valley of Sidim is now the Salt Sea. These kings had served Kedor Leomer for 12 years, but in the 13th year they all rebelled against him. So in the 14th year, King Kedor Leomer and the kings with him came to fight against them. Kedor Leomer and the kings with him defeated the Raphaites and Ashtaroth Carnaim. They also defeated the Zuzites in Ham. They defeated the Immites in Sheveh, Kiryathane, and they defeated the Horites who lived in the area from the hill country of Seir to El Paran. El Paran is near the desert. Then King Kader Leomer turned back, went to En Mishpat, that is Kadesh, and defeated the Amal- Amalekites. He also defeated the Amorites living in Hazia. <laughs> Tomorrow, you're just laughing away at me. At that why did you pick this passage? <laughs> at that time, the kings of Sodom, Gomorrah, Adma, Zeboim, Zabu, and Bela Zoar joined together to fight against the, their enemies in the valley of Siddim. They fought against King Kedah Laamer of Elam, King Tidal of Goim, King Amraphel of Babylonia, and King Ariak of. So there were four kings fighting against five. There were many holes filled with tar in the valley of Sidim. When the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah and their army owned left Lot, the son of Abram's brother, him and they captured him. They also took everything he owned and left. One of the men who had escaped went to Abram, the Hebrew, and told him what happened. Abram was camped near the trees of Mamre, the Amorite, Mamre, Eshcol, and Abram an agreement to help each other, and they had also signed an agreement to help Abram.
2: Help- he-, Lot- he called Lot- all Together. There were three hundred and eight. He led the men and chased the enemy all the way to the Everything that he owned. Well, remember
0: the Bible, right from Genesis to Revelation, right? This is the lesson number two in a row. And now we are in the chapter
2: uh, Genesis to read. So even though there are names that uh Yeah, if you lack ideas, here you go. But yeah, yeah. If somebody is pregnant, then it's what? Okay, here's your book uh, of yeah, baby names. Pick 14. <laughs> it has to do a lot uh, with uh, different battles and conquering and all that, which is very interesting.
0: We are reading about him. If you remember, we studied precisely uh, when Abraham and his nephew split. You remember? Mm -hmm. And uh, there was something that I mentioned. And I said, the worldly man chooses through his eyes. You remember? Because what that he
1: is... he like Lot saw
0: exactly. this
1: valley that was pleasing to his eyes, and that's what he chose.
0: Correct. And when he chose that path, that direction, he was getting close to Sodom, which was a place where a lot of bad things were being done, you know? Evil things but now here in this chapter we find Lot living in Sodom. So I want you to see this guys. How easy is for anybody even though that person heard many many times Abraham praying to the good Lord, offering sacrifices to the Lord, worshiping the Lord he saw his uncle doing all those things, but deeply in his heart, seems like he was not interested in any of those spiritual things.
1: Still didn't care. He,
0: he was kind of uh, interested in, in other things, right? And that happens to us, and probably that happened to you, that maybe you, you heard the things from the world and you thought, I would like to try that. Maybe that, that's your case. I don't know. But um, I know I did that. I, I grew up in church. I, I grew up in a context of very, very loving people and uh, going to church and doing the right thing. But when I became a teenager, I wanted to experience the world. And uh, some of you maybe did the same thing. And uh, we went there and then we found what the world has. Right. Well, a lot that that is exactly what happened to him he was interested in the world and slowly started to move closer and closer to Sodom to the point that he now was living in that town now us believers now we live the experience of the world we don't want to come back to the world and yet there are occasions when even though we know that the world doesn't offer anything good to us can seduce us and we need to be very very aware of it because it's tricky guys In there is no good result in going looking for what the world can offer and uh, the sad part about this story is that Lot knew about the spirituality, about the righteousness, about doing good things, but he chose the bad lifestyle. Why do you think he, he did that? Anyone would like to make a comment?
1: I always feel the change comes from pain. <laughs> maybe your mind, maybe your body, maybe somebody else's. Uh... But your experience. Right. I mean, my opinion. Correct. I
0: mean, experience just—I mean, or it just changes something. I mean, somewhere it's got to be some reason. It can't be just you're around it. hmm And uh, the sad part about it is, is that Lot, at that point, had family, a wife, and kids. And remember, we read earlier in the in the chapter 13 that they were so prosperous that they have so many servants and sheep and livestock i mean they, they were very very wealthy at that point and uh, as a result of his way of thinking lot now found himself living in sodom and now while he is in sodom there are battles and wars and they were conquered okay now I want you to hear this guys this is interesting some people like the idea of doing things in the wrong way for instance cheating some people like the idea of cheating their their spouses and and they do it once and they do it again and and again, and they feel that there is no problem with that. They don't get caught. They continue doing it, right? Until one day they get caught, <laughs> right? Now, what about cheating uh, in business? It's the same thing. There are people that they are cheating in their, in their, in their jobs. In their business, they they don't do the right thing. They are stealing. They are there are many ways to to fabricate a lie and steal money from others. You know that, right? Well, there are people that they do it once, and then a second time, a third time, and, and they don't get caught, and they they keep going in that direction until one day they get caught. Same thing happens with taxes. <laughs> Some people don't want to pay taxes. Some people just don't don't want to declare income. Nobody
1: wants to pay taxes.
0: <laughs> and, uh, and you know, there, there are there are people that they just think, well, I can I did it a year ago, and then this year I'm going to do it again. Yeah. And they think that they can go with it without the problem until one day they get caught. But that is lots mentality, you see he was getting closer and closer to to the darkness getting accustomed uh, to to live in that lifestyle with the evil ones
1: he was going to the dark side
0: he was going to the dark side right i want you to watch that guys because even though He stayed there for a while, eventually he got into trouble, because there is no way that someone that is doing a wrong thing is going to stay free of any consequences forever. That that is not going to happen. Anyone that is doing something wrong eventually is going to get caught. And that is a very important thing to understand sooner or later the ones that are doing something wrong are going to get caught so would you like that idea for yourself what would you say let's suppose you are doing something wrong you are hearing this lesson tonight and you are thinking yeah but I don't think my thing is that bad I can I can manage (laughs) because that's what people think I can manage You know, it's not that bad, but the truth is eventually whatever people are doing and is wrong, they are going to get caught. And then the consequences. So answering the first question, why Lot was living in Sodom, he was living in Sodom because he was seduced by the ways of the world. He was seduced by the ways of the world. And believers should say to themselves, no, it, it is attractive. It is—it's uh, an interesting idea. Perhaps you know, cheating on my spouse, cheating on my, uh, cheating on business, and cheating on on, this, uh, on the on taxes or whatever. It, it might be interesting for some individuals, but when you see the consequences, is when you think no, I, I don't think it's a good idea. At the end, right? Interesting. While Lot is living that kind of lifestyle and doing all these things and being part of that society that was totally evil, right? While he was doing those things, Abraham, he continued with his lifestyle. And that lifestyle was a lifestyle of worshiping the Lord, praying to the Lord, reflecting on his life, doing the right thing, And he was doing good negotiations. Which at the end. Makes the difference between the evil ones. And those who are. In the Lord Jesus Christ. Those individuals that are evil ones. Practicing all kind of bad things. Eventually they get caught. And they they are going to lose. Whatever they have. But. Those who are spiritual, like Abram, pay attention to their business. Make good agreements, like he did with uh, three particular guys, Mamre, Eshkol, and Anar. He made agreements to help each other. Help each other. That is wise. You know? It's like... You have a neighbor, and you see this neighbor is a good person. You know, as a person, is a family person, is a decent person, goes to work. You can make an agreement with your neighbor and say, "Hey, listen, neighbor, I, you know, I'll, I, I, have seen your life and your family. I know you do, you do good things, and me too. Yeah, I know." He says, "Well, I wanted to ask you, what if, uh, uh, if one night we hear, you know, something?" going on in our neighborhood, probably we can help each other. What do you think? Oh, absolutely, neighbor. You see, you, they, they were paying attention, but you did that agreement. You made that agreement with someone that is decent because you are paying attention to your businesses. That is what Abram was doing. You see the difference? The evildoers, they are not paying attention to their businesses. Everything is just going wrong. While spiritual people, they are paying attention to their businesses. And that is a great thing for us to consider. Are we paying attention to everything that we possess? Are we paying attention to our uh, balances in accounts, credit cards, payments, bills? Something silly, if you like your oil change in your car, filters for your refrigerator water, simple things that you probably are thinking, that, that is so silly. No, it's because you are paying attention to your life.
1: You're taking care of what God blessed you with.
0: That's right. That was what Abram was doing. You know what else? It says that Abram trained how many soldiers he trained? Very good, Charlotte. 318 trained soldiers. What that tells you, he was thinking, if someday there is an issue, I want to be prepared. That is the mentality of the spiritual person. It's thinking ahead, right? What if one day something happens? I have to be prepared. You see, Lot, he wasn't thinking of those things. It was just living la vida loca, right? Just having fun. Mm -hmm. Being part of these people. You know, like many individuals, particularly in this town, unfortunately, here in Odessa, party, 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 party. party, party. They make the good money. And my friend, if you are watching online or you are listening to the podcast, I, I hate to tell you that, but if you are one of those individuals that you are just party 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 you are making good money, but you are not paying attention. you could suffer consequences like lot and that is not, not good. what you will you, that is what you want to prevent you want to to have great things in your life and uh, right now in the middle of the, of the exposition, I want to invite you to reflect about that if you are thinking of good things for your life, you need to stop just going to party after party and wasting your time and your money because that is not going to take you to any good place, my friend. It's not a good decision. So I invite you to stop that, stop that. Look what Abram did. Let's continue with with what he was doing. Number one, he was making good good agreements with, with people that they were... Good people, right? Mm-hmm. So you pay attention to the individuals around you and make agreements with the individuals that do good things. Make agreements with them. And then prepare yourself for the future. Training 318 soldiers, that's a lot. That's a lot. But he did it because he was thinking if someday something goes wrong, I want to be prepared. I want to be prepared. It's like getting insurances, you know, and keeping our insurances current. Whether it's uh, car insurances, right, or life insurances, or health insurances. is trying to be prepared just in case, right? Now, what's the next step? Abram, it says that he prepared a surprise attack against the enemy. Mm-hmm. so not just preventing preparing yourself in the event that the enemy will attack you sometimes you also have to be ready to go and attack the enemy. so <coughs> what what is the application to us Christians well, what, what is the enemy to us? The enemy, obviously, <coughs> is the darkness, right? So, listen, my friends, what I am about to tell you. When we fail by doing something wrong in a particular context, the way that we conquer the enemy is that we prepare a strategy for future moments when we are in that context. For example, let's suppose someone has an issue with alcohol. Let's say, okay, and that person gets drunk. He's a believer, right? And but it's drinking, drinking, or doing drugs or whatever, right? And it fa- that person fails and it acknowledges and says, "Lord, I don't want to do that again," right? So, conquering the enemy in this case, it could be applied this way. You say. Well, I know my temptation, I know where I am weak, so I'm going to prevent something like that by what? Well, a simple thing is you don't go to those places, (laughs) right? Why would you go to a place where you know that you probably will uh, give in, right? You probably will give in, and and you don't need that. And, uh, excuse me, I'm going to make a little pause, please. I need mm-hmm. to turn off that, please. Okay. Just close that up. For... Thank you. appreciate that, but I prefer it up. Okay. Thank you. All right. Preparing the attack to the enemy. That's what I was trying to say here. You think about it. Wh- which ones are the areas where you could be defeated by the enemy? Think about it. Prepare yourself for that. And, um... Finally, what is what Abram did? He went and fought to rescue his nephew, Lot, and everything that Lot owned, including, of course, not that he was the owner of his wife, but including his family, right? Abram rescued Lot, rescued his family, and everything that Lot owned, showing loyalty. Showing loyalty. I hope we, the church believers, we are not giving in to the intentions, right? We are conquering the darkness. We are paying attention to our businesses. We are taking care of what we need to take care of, right? I I hope we are doing that. But that's not good enough, my friends. Because there are some other individuals around us that. they could be troubled they maybe were conquered by the evil and now we are we are looking at them right and we think wow I remember this person I remember that person we, we were good friends oh I know this relative of, of mine yeah I know very well what happened to him what happened to her And look where they are now like Lot right Lot was conquer. He was defeated but Abram thought about it and decided I'm going to fight to rescue my nephew. Any individual that is truly a spiritual is going to fight trying to rescue others from darkness. You can think, well, praise the Lord, I'm not like like Lot, right? I'm not in trouble. I'm not in that kind of situation. Thank you, God. It's not me. You know, I'm free. I'm out of that. Don't you feel happy about it? I am. I'm happy about it, right? I'm not in that spot anymore. But don't you think that is a little bit selfish? <laughs> when you think, well, I'm I'm glad that I'm not in trouble, praise the Lord for my life, right? And that's it. When when you don't think of others, it, it sounds like a little bit selfish. And uh, Abram went to fight for Lot and bring and brought him back with him, his family. And that is one very very important thing that Christians are not doing in these days. We we need to continue to think of uh, who else is there that is in darkness, who, who else is there that is troubled, who, who else is there that, you know, is just lost, and we need to fight for them. We need to go. You know, Abram didn't wait here, yeah, poor nephew, I told him, It doesn't sound familiar to you, that expression? Yeah, poor my friend, but I told him. Yeah, I I said to her, don't do that, don't do that, but she did it anyway, so what you gonna do? Abram could say that, right? Abram could say, come on nephew, what's wrong with you? I practically, raised you you were in my home all these years i i showed you how to to do the right thing look where you are now some of us even say he deserves that that is exactly what he needs sometimes we go to that extent you know friends and that's sad because just shows that we don't have compassion for for them We don't have mercy for those individuals that are troubled. So did Lot deserve that? Of course he deserved it. He was stupid. He didn't do the right thing. He did the wrong thing. Naturally, trouble will come into his life. We know that. But Abraham's attitude wasn't the analytical attitude that most Christians have in these days. They just sit there in their chairs, in their pews, and on their comfortable homes. And, and they have the perfect verses to tell people why this other person is in trouble. They say, yeah, yeah, it's the punishment for sin, they say. We don't need that, friends. We don't need to act that way. There is no compassion in that. Is the opposite what we should do go and fight for them and my, my friend if you are watching now and listening to this I want you to know that we here in Victory Church we care that's why we do this kind of things because we want you to reflect on your life whether it is you are a believer and you agree with part of what I am saying and you say you know what Jian maybe you're right probably i'm being a little bit tough with my brother with my sister with my nephew with my ex uh, co-worker or whoever and you, and you want to change that's, that's a good thing but if you are not a believer if you are just someone there struggling with issues and darkness and you just think I hate those Christian people. I hate those churchy people because they always judge me for my my life. I want you to know that there is a wonderful God in heaven that loves you and cares for you. And He wants you to be close to Him. And In our church, we are not better than you. (laughs) I'm not better than you. You know how we feel? We feel like we all need each other isn't that right friends? it's the way that we do things here we all feel like uh we need we need each other we help each other we encourage each other and uh, when we make the mistakes or we sin or we do something wrong or we say something stupid we can come and say hey listen i'm sorry about that thing that i said okay I apologize, sorry. Right? <coughs> or sometimes it's the other way around. We just hear somebody saying something and we are like, oh my gosh, <laughs> again, <coughs> oh my goodness. But immediately we think, you know what, I'm not better than him, I'm not better than her, I'm not better than anyone else, I'm just like them and we forgive each other and and that is what the lord wants us to do having that kind of heart so we invite you my friend whoever are you whether you are out of the church or in the church or part of another church or whatever it's very important that you know that we care that the lord cares and we all need the mercies of the good lord And as believers, right, we must be more loyal, more compassionate. Remember, my friends, that one day we were in huge trouble. Do you remember those days? Or you already forgot? (laughs) Do you remember the day when you didn't have a job? Do you remember the day when you didn't have the money? you remember when you didn't have a spouse when you didn't have anything how the Lord saved you and helped you and provided for you what you have now well remember that so you can be more compassionate towards those who are in darkness today okay and uh, very happy to share this uh, message with you and uh, We wish you a beautiful night, right, friends? Amen. So, say goodbye. Good Good night, friends.